Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, how's it going? This is Andy Last, and you are listening to Beyond Synth. Have I ever started the show that way? That sounds weird. Anyways, uh, this is going to be a short episode or a shorter episode this week because I am frazzled. All right, I'm frazzled, and uh, I'm still trying to get used to this new schedule. So that's that. But we're going to have a catch-up with Hoo-Ha and have some fun and just listen to some music. So let's listen to a track right now, and then uh, maybe we'll do a bit of business, and then we'll uh, talk to Hoo-Ha. So here's a cool track. This is by Immortal Girlfriend uh, from the album Daybreak, and this track is called Overcome the Night.
And that was Overcome the Night by Immortal Girlfriend from the Daybreak EP. And that's a cool track. So today is going to be a little shorter than normal, like I said. We're not going to keep it 80s with Marco this week, but we'll do that next week. Just right now, as you guys know, I've already told you about this, but my apartment is being renovated and everything's all over the place and the kids just went back to school and I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to navigate putting this show together when I have like no time to actually do it. And it's very difficult as it turns out, but don't worry, I will get the job done. So... Uh, We're not going to do the Patreon, but I will just do a quick Patreon shout-out to some of my new Patreon Pattersons. So I just want to thank Color Theory for donating to the show. Thanks, buddy. And uh, go check out his music, Color Theory. I think I played a Color Theory track last week. Uh, That's some good stuff. We have a new member of the Donation of the Beast. That's Ken Guru. It's either Ken Guru or Ken Juru. G-I-R-O-U-X And yes, you can hear literally the construction workers' radio in the background. If you hear some weird sound in the background, it is the radio of the construction workers. Uh, Because I can't even... I I literally don't have a quiet place while this construction's going on. Which is part of why putting together the show is so difficult. And a new donation as of, I think today, KickX87. I wonder if this is another case of the X is silent, like Facehugger. But until I know that for sure, I'm going to say this is Kick 87, or Kick Times 87. 87 Kick. Kick 87. Anyways, this dude has pledged 1987, and that's pretty awesome. That's a year, and uh, that's a pretty cool pledge, man. So thank you so much, dude. So here's what we're going to do. Next week, don't worry, we'll do a proper Patreon. We'll do Keeping It 80s. We'll do all that stuff. In the meantime, we're going to listen to a track, and then we're going to talk to Mike Mendoza. So here's a cool one. This is actually from a video game. So this is a video game OST uh, by an artist called Wild Finn, W-I-L-D-P-H-I-N-N. And this is from the Psycho Starship Rampage soundtrack. And this is Hero, Really? The background music from level one of Psycho Starship Rampage. <laughs>
And that was Hero, Really. I'm saying that because it's Hero, comma, Really. The uh, background music from level one of Psycho Starship Rampage by Wild Finn. You know, I talk about that I dig uh, chiptune kind of stuff, but I very rarely play it on the show, but I dig it, so that's a cool track. Anyways, let's now go to my conversation and catch up with Mike Mendoza. And if... uh, if you're one of those people who saw the the real Beyond Synth, the show on YouTube, and haven't listened to the podcast before, uh, Hoo-Ha, a.k.a. Mike Mendoza, is the guy, the other guy, who I chat with, who films his stuff from Austin, Texas. Ah. Anyways, let's go and chat with Mike. And I'm recording here. All right. And I'm this here. This is... Whoa, okay. All right. This is... Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, you want to do it? You can do it. No. <laughs> That's the joke. I don't want to really do it. I just want to overstep when you do it. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Officially, you do it. Shh, I'm quiet. I'm here right now with Mike Mendoza. You know him as Hoo-Ha, and he pops by from time to time. He also uh, was the... Uh, co-host i guess of uh, the real beyond synth episode one episode two targeted for december 2018 (laughs) 2021 well one of these years but uh yeah man how's it going i'm all right it's late it's not late at all kind of wired i had some coffee I did not drink it in my Beyond Synth cup, though, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've cut down my caffeine today. I talk about this the show all the time, right? I'll go through phases where, like, one week I'll do caffeine, and one week I, I'll be like, oh, I'm quitting for a while, and then I'm back on it again. Yeah, one of the weeks you and Marco got me thinking about coffee, and I got really back into coffee because of you guys. My heart beats funny uh, when I have too much caffeine, I think. Um, but I'm not 100% sure of what is exactly going on. But last night I went to Tilt in uh, Toronto. And uh, every second Saturday of the month, these uh, characters put on a thing called Electro Overdrive where they play synthwave music and it's at this place that's like an arcade for grown-ups. Because you pay five bucks and you can play all the machines. And I played Bubble Bobble. And uh, anyway, on the way home, I was jogging back and uh, my heart was doing the weirdest thing, dude. It was like... Jogging? A little bit of jogging. Did you jog till tilt? I jogged from tilt. Why? Were you scared of bad hombres? No, I just was walking and I thought, maybe I'll jog. Like, it seems like a healthy thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking a cue out of uh, Lou Rinaldi's book, The Book of Jogging. Or running? Does he run? Who cares? He's the one always posting stuff online, right? Yeah, it's like it's usually just will be like a split screen of a thing that shows the kilometers he's run, a weird close-up of his sweaty face, and whatever podcast he was listening to. Cyber-stalking Lou. Oh, you don't have to cyber-stalk Lou to see what he's been up to when it comes to running. <laughs> it's good, though. He's keeping healthy. Anyways, the point is, I, I jogged a bit, and my heart started to do this thing where it'd be like, you know, boom, 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 boom. And, like, it would just take a pause. And whenever your heart pauses, it's a really strange experience. So right now I'm blaming it on the caffeine, but it did that all night. And I'm going to see if it was. And then if my heart keeps doing that, I will go see a doctor because it means my heart is broken and they'll need to shoot some electricity into it or something. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm going to recommend that you go to the ER. 
Any excuse. Well, you've been watching a lot of ER lately, right? So much ER. We just broke into season three. We've been watching it for like a month now. Oh, I thought you were farther for some reason. Well, I mean, like sometimes we'll watch three or four in a night, but uh, maybe it's like once a night. And they're also like hour long episodes, so you can't like fly through them. Right. Wasn't there that, that bald doctor who was an asshole who kept on like... Getting his he got his arm cut off and a helicopter landed on him or something. That happens oh, later, right? Shit. Sure. Spoiler alert. Have you not seen ER before? No, I've I watched all of ER. It's my favorite show. But that was like in from ninety three, you know, so how am I supposed to remember? I know like that there were specific actors, but I couldn't tell you what any of the plot lines were because I was like ten, twelve. 14. What characters lived, like, or, or what characters stayed till the, all the way to the end? Was no Wally there for the whole thing? Yeah, I think he was there, and the main character, Mark Green, Anthony Edwards. What was he in? Meatballs? I keep telling people it's Meatballs, but no, he's <laughs> nerds. He's, he's it. Revenge of the Nerds, right? That is the Nerds, all right. So. <laughs> You're a meatball. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking meatball. So, Smart guy. I think Noah Wiley was there till the end, but in like a limited capacity, like David Duchovny in those final season of X Files <laughs> styles, where it's like he's still there, but it's like he's not in every episode anymore. It's like every third one, like he pops in and goes, I'm still here. But. I do remember that he becomes like the boss of all ER. Oh. Okay. From the very beginning in the pilot, he just got there third year medical student super rookie like mm, green. greenhorn and uh <laughs> <laughs> hey listen we well, got in my head well we're gonna keep talking about this we got a lot of songs to play today though i got a, a nice playlist we're just catching up because everyone is if I blah, blah. let's listen to a song my brain is just fucking not working here's a track blah, blah. by night run 87 from the album video girl and this track is called enjoy featuring wyosna do you think that's how it said w-i-o-s-n-a yeah wyosna because uh adam forces song miasma which always makes me think of just my ass <laughs> wyosna wyosna i feel like i'm not saying that right but who cares here comes the track
promise me the world and your promise won't be broken You need to ask me maybe what I fear for you We need to stop and listen to what our hearts are whispering I wanna feel your touch all night long, yeah You wanna try me, baby, I wanna try you And that was Night Run 87 with the track Enjoy featuring Wyozna. Yeah, email me, guys, lady. Uh, let me know. Uh, Lou Rinaldi. Yeah. Where you at, boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lou Rinaldi, email me and tell me how to pronounce this thing. And well, was- you know, his, uh, he's my PR guy, my private relations guy, so we can get him. You know, he does anything I say. <laughs> Hopefully you're not getting him to like rob banks or anything. Well, why do you think I train him to run so much all the time? I was Oops, just thinking is that, that why man. he's running. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next the next operation is like running, running up hills, and then carrying big sacks with dollar signs on them with like different amounts of weight <laughs> inside. I think that that's a great idea, and I think it's great what you're doing. So so far, season three of ER. Where are you? Like, what's happened story wise? Anything good? Does George Clooney left yet, or does he not leave till, like, four or five? I think he leaves in a couple more seasons, yeah. Clooney. But, uh, every, every, everything is happy. Everyone's doing well in, in episode two. Uh, the real drama hasn't really started yet, you know, like, episode 15, 16 out of, like, 22 episodes is when, like, uh-oh. Sweeps week. Legal, yes, yeah, Sweeps week, starring George Clooney's father. Johnny Sweeps. Johnny Sweeps. <laughs> That's George Clooney's father's name. Yeah, yeah. He's Johnny Sweeps Clooney. Broom Jackson. Broom Jackson? Because Sweeps. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> yes, two for two of great jokes that I made. Did I make another joke? I don't think I did. Well, I'm not sure there were two jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I'm two for two with one bad joke. Well, you and I can be in a TV show called Broom Jackson and Johnny Sweeps. Fair enough. I'm down for that. Who do you want to be? Broom Jackson or Johnny Sweeps? I'll be Broom Jackson just because I came up with it. All right. Well, I was going to say, I feel like you're a Johnny Sweeps because Johnny Sweeps has like hair that you can bounce with a ha- with a hair flip, like a... Whew, and, you know, I, you have the hair for that. And technically, a dude called Broom, I see as being a more muscular guy. <laughs> oh, then that's clearly me. Yeah, like, Broom is the muscle. All right. Just like you are the muscle. <laughs> well, to be fair, you are probably stronger than me physically. I don't know. So, last time you were actually on the show was, I think, March break? Yeah, sometime earlier this year. 
and uh, we had a gay old time, and uh, of course, we chat all the time. It's always weird. Every so often, I'm just like, oh, I'll have Mike back on the show, but it's like, we're, we chat all the time anyways, so... It's hard to know what to really say as we're on air that we haven't already discussed. But of course, uh, we did the uh, the real Beyond Synth, and that got released, and people enjoy it. And you are uh, a part of that. People loved it, and my mom loved it. And one thing I got to talk about is the surprise performance. That seems to just blow everyone away, man. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I'm glad Dana Jean is a performer. Because that made it easier. Because, like, when I talked to her about doing it, like, since she already does it anyways, I didn't have to, like, coax, you know, some guest into going, like, hey, man, like, it'll it'll be okay. You know, like, she already knew what she was doing, and she did a good job, and I filmed it in 4K. Resolution. Well, the next episode, you're going to have to do it, because we don't have a guest. That's true. I'm thinking about what's going to happen there. You should use your Patreon money to buy, like, a toy ukulele <laughs> and play, like, Never Gonna Give You Up. Well, maybe one of these days I'll do a live performance of uh, one of my, like, uh, titty songs. <laughs> there is that one I did with Joe Wood. What do you mean? The one you always talk about but still haven't released? Technically, it's uh, people can hear it <laughs> on uh, that episode of uh, the show. But anyway, I'll, I'll get Joe Wood to, like, film himself playing the keyboard, and I'll have, like, a little screen behind me so you can see him playing, and then I'll sing in the foreground. You know what I would love to do is make a music video like the... One of my favorite videos from the 80s is by Yellow for this track called... Is that the one that the person is sitting in a chair with a black background? Yeah. Yes. It's called Lost Again by Yellow, and it's awesome. And he's singing, and he, and it's all lit like super... I stole... When I did the cooking show, the Beyond Synth cooking episode thing, I modeled the lighting after that video because it's him singing and like there's a really harsh blue light on his face and then red and then he's watching this lady walking around and he's like singing into this little tiny microphone it's awesome uh let's listen to a track though i want to listen to some music (laughs) here's a track by 7dd9 from the colors ep and this is a track called yellow well there you go that worked out
And that was Yellow by 7DD9 from the album Colors. And today I'm just sitting here chatting with Mike Mendoza, a.k.a. Hoo-ha. Did you uh, plan that segue? No. How did that just happen? That literally just happened. Huh. All right. So that was uh, <laughs> fortuitous. Andy, that's what you're going to look like in 20 years from this this guy from Yellow. <laughs> I got to grow that mustache, though, so it looks like I'm hiding, like, a cleft lip. <laughs> oh, no, it's not a cleft lip. It's a hair lip, right? It's hair lip. I said cleft lip. Is cleft lip a thing? Sure. Uh, yeah, like little little kids from across the land. They had to donate money to. Or is that referred to as cleft palate? Cleft palate. I think that's actually called cleft palate, but it's a hair lip. I think it's also called cleft lip. Treble clef. No. <laughs> Word association. You live in Texas. So you weathered the storm okay. There was a storm down there. Joel wouldn't open up his mega church for the people. Uh, but uh, your part of town was okay? Uh, yeah. No, it was basically just some rain and wind up here in Austin. I say up here compared to where the hurricane was. Were you prepared, though? Was that an option? Like, that it was going to hit you guys? It wasn't really going to hit us, but everyone around here acted like it was. And that weekend, all the stores were just lines and lines. And then one of the supermarkets, the the system crashed, and they couldn't do any more transactions. They kicked everybody out. And those people went across the street to the other supermarket. So the other supermarket has, like, twice the amount of people. And I'm just in there getting, like, chips and salsa or some shit. And everyone's buying, like, 14 (laughs) cases of water like we're all gonna die like it's the apocalypse and i'm like yo chill out like that's not gonna be like what it is down there up here i just like the idea of the storm and all these people like getting all these supplies and you're there for salsa (laughs) 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 these are my supplies some fucking tostitos and a what were you making were you making dip chips and dip what going on what going on? What going on? <laughs> you know, I'm into baked chips now, and not even for a health reason, but sometimes they're just more delicious. Like, the baked lays are just, they're an amazing texture on your tongue, and you suck out all the salty potato flavor when it's on your... Mm. Baked lays. Sponsored by baked lays. I wish it was fucking sponsored by baked lays. Can you imagine? Well, let's just put in 25 bucks advertising to every episode of the podcast on Facebook, and then we'll have hundreds of thousands of people. Then we can go to Frito-Lay's, owned by Pepsi. Is it? Yeah, it's like Pepsi Frito-Lay is the big company. Ooh, mergers. We can get a Mountain Dew sponsorship. Well, the thing about Mountain Dew is that stuff is gross. (laughs) I don't like it at all. (laughs) Like, at all, though. Mountain Dew is a really weird drink to me, because, like, every time I've had it, I'm like... I don't get this drink at all. It's gross. And it it's kind of like heavy mm. and too sweet. Like, it's just bleh. I don't like Mountain Dew at all. Now I really want some. You like Mountain Dew? I used to could be able... Yeah, I used to could drink it all the time. I like to say I used to could all the time, by the way. Mm. I used to could drink <laughs> Mountain Dew all day long. Nowadays, I can drink like one Mountain Dew in a month. And then I'll think about the last time I'll have it. And I'll be like, it's too sweet, baby. It's, um, it's gross. Like, I don't care for it. I like a nice fizz. I like Coke. Coke's my favorite. Ugh, mm. I like the bite. It's mm-hmm. got a bite. When you're eating fucking chips and you need to fucking wash those chips down with some fizz and you drink a Coke and it's like just, you can you can just taste the fizzle. You know what my favorite Coke jingle is? 
no way Coca-Cola, because it's fucking gross. Yeah, see, now you and I are at an impasse here, Uh-oh. intellectually, because uh, this is a problem. Coca-Cola. <laughs> you don't like Coke? No, that stuff makes my teeth feel terrible. I love the fizz of a fresh Coke, like when I crack open a Coke. And then, or usually what I'll actually do, if I don't crack open the top, I'll take, like, my wedding ring on the end. It actually has, like, this sharp point that sort of folds out. Like, do you ever see the movie Kick, uh, not Kickboxer, uh, Cyborg with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yes, sir. And he has, like, a, a boot where, you know, he clicks the heel down and, like, the blade comes out the front. So I have that on my ring. So what I'll usually do is, like, pop the blade out and then I punch the bottom of the can and then just suck the Coke from, like, the bottom because it just sprays out super fast out of, like, a tiny puncture. <laughs> And then when I'm done drinking as much as I want, I just kind of hold the can away from my face. So I just sort of like just spray the Coke like just all over my face into my eyes and stuff. You should put porn music under this when you edit it. (laughs) (laughs) This is really graphic. Speaking of music, let's listen to some Strange Invaders with a track called Blue Sunshine from the album Blue Sunshine. This is Strange Invaders.
Yes. And that was Strange Invaders with the track Blue Sunshine. Check it out. That was the Diet Cherry Vanilla Dr. Pepper music break. Diet Pop I don't like. I don't like Diet Pop. It's weird to me. I will say that Diet Dr. Pepper does taste more like regular Dr. Pepper, just like the motto says. I don't know what that means. Oh, you mean like... Yeah, like that's one of the commercials. Diet Dr. Pepper tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper compared to other sodas, compared to their, you know, diet counterparts. Sure. But, uh, Diet Dr. Pepper, I mean Dr. Pepper, from a can, like really cold, is my favorite soda. Mine is Coke. Do you prefer it from, like, a glass bottle? I like the idea of drinking it from a glass bottle. (laughs) The idea. Well, because I do sometimes. Like, I'll get the glass bottles. Like, they come in these little ones. Yeah. And I like the idea of it because it feels like you're in the past or something. But I mostly usually just drink from cans. I mostly usually just drink from cans. I feel like... I sometimes sometimes always never drink from cans. Yeah. I'm trying to be more economical with my words. I find <laughs> you have the opposite effect. I know. When I'm listening to myself, when I edit the show, I'm like, I am using a lot of superfluous words here, <laughs> and uh, I'm not doing a good job tonight because <laughs> that's just bad. But uh, Coke, uh, a cola, and if Coca-Cola wants to sponsor this show, I will fucking chill it out. It would be so cheap for them too. It would also be useless. <laughs> Here's my turn to ask you a question. <laughs> Yes. Tables have turned. Mm. What kind of soda would you make? Like homebrew soda? Would you make like a fruity type of soda? Um, what flavor would you be into? Shit. Good question. Is it? <laughs> I don't know because I'm not really big into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really big into the fruity. The fruity ones like i don't re- like i'll drink them if they're there well, do you ever like buy novelty sodas you ever into a candy store they'll have like you know a thousand different sodas like fireball soda and cinnamon soda and like pine tree soda and all the different kind no. of things you can just i hate that and I, I hate novelty fucking candy too it's the same thing like you go and get the good <laughs> jelly beans you know there's like well there's the good jelly beans there's jelly belly but then they also have like the novelty like joke pack where it's like we got two, they look exactly the same, but one of them is, you know, uh, apple, and one of them is boogers or whatever, and, and it just tastes gross. The kids Did like that. Did you say boogers because it's a spooky Halloween angle? No, that's just an example of... Either it's apple or boogers. No, well, it's because it's green, you see? So kids will, you know, they enjoy it because it's fun, because like, ooh, you never know if you're going to get like a gross one. But the idea of like, dude, Jelly Belly's... You just want the good ones, right? Like, they're the best jelly bean you can get. To waste that on, like, hey, this jelly bean tastes like pepper. Like, fuck you, fucking jelly belly. Like, if you're gonna pay, like, five bucks for, like, two jelly beans, they better be, like, tasty jelly beans. I love getting jelly beans. No, I don't drink novelty pop. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, blah, why are you so angry? I really look forward to my apartment being finished renovated, dude. I want to film another episode of Real Beyond Synth. I want to get back this show on track. I feel like my brain is not functioning properly either. Like, something's going on, man. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm going to order myself some brain pills. (laughs) There's a lot to digest in that whole thing, and I want to address all of it. Yo, so I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 as well. You want to talk about it after we listen to this song? Let's talk about it later. Well, we'll talk about it uh, after we listen to the track. 
think we both enjoyed it, but here's a here's a track here. Here's a synthwave break brought to you by Mellow Yellow. Well, crisp lemon lime in the summertime, anytime, all the time. Mellow Yellow. Here's a track. <laughs> here's is a track by Mega Hit from the album Wrath of the Machine. And this track is called Chrome Type Fire. And that was Chrome Type Fire by Mega Hit. I like that track title. From the album Wrath of the Machine. 
And uh, you can check that out on megahit.bandcamp.com. I never actually tell people where they can get the music, but I always assume that it's too much information anyways, and it's just easier to click the link, like when you listen to the show. Yeah. Because of, if you're listening to some band, it's like, and it's fucking Stroke of the 90s, and you can check them out at fucking Stroke 70 Laser 2 at bandcamp.net or whatever. No one's going to be sitting there, like, taking notes. So it's a lot easier just to click the link afterwards. All right. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> I've never seen you right before in your life. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> I actually just watched a clip of Guardians of the Galaxy today because I was showing my wife uh, the beginning, uh, you know, the part where they do young Kurt Russell. Yeah. And I always like how all these Marvel movies have this one little quick young scene with one of the actors in the movie and I think they do them so well now that they're always fun to see. Yeah, I thought this one was the best one of that, the young Kurt Russell. It looked pretty damn good. It also helped that there was all this lens flare because it was like an outside sunsetty kind of driving scene. No, it looked pretty damn good, man. Pretty gam good is what I just said. Pretty gam good. Pretty good gam for your good. gams. Yeah. Chew on that, Synthwave fans. What are gams again? Legs? Your, your teeth. Wait, what? what? I thought when you when you see a lady and go like look at the gams on her that's like her legs. All right, now I'm confused. Okay. Well, hold on, <laughs> let's find out. I'm going into Google. I'm gonna do a search for look at the gams on her. They finished it for me. Urban Dictionary gams. Hey Preston, <laughs> look at the gams on that broad. <laughs> Preston has never been a name I've ever, like, used as a fake name for anything. That sounds like a yuppie name. All right. The term gams... (laughs) No, go ahead. I'm going to abandon this bit. Okay. (laughs) I actually kind of want to know the end of the bit that starts with, I, I, Uh, uh, I wrote crew at Harvard. It's not not really funny. It's more just like a truth, an acknowledgement of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Preston is the kind of dude who would have like the polo shirt with like the fucking collars up kind of thing. The term gams refers specifically to thighs used only in describing women's thighs and typically only when said thighs are considered attractive. The bathing suit really shows off your gams, Marilyn. How does Urban Dictionary work? With Urban Dictionary, people can just submit their own definitions. Yes. So, like, I submitted my own. Look up Jersey Devil. (laughs) Is it there? Is yours there? Yeah. It's from a long time ago. Jersey Devil. And I wanted to write a completely incorrect thing. Okay, there's one from Lily, one from Vincent, one from V-Ball1346, one from Mr. Ferrari, one from Manolo973. Manolo? Maybe it's Jersey something else. Would you have actually done it under Mike? Like it would say Mike? No, it's like, it's Jersey something. Fuck. I don't know what it is. Let's abandon this too. <laughs> but it was really it was something stupid. Like uh, you get angry and you pull the person's jersey over them and you call them or something. I'm looking at the jersey. They tell something. you what's trending on the. Uh, well, how about this? Let's listen to another track. And then we're going to see what's trending on Urban Dictionary, because that's the kind of show that this is this week. Yeah. I want to listen to a cool song. I don't even know how to pronounce this person's name. I think it's Aileron. Aileron? A-I-L-E-R-O-N. Aileron? Is that how you say it? That's a piece of an airplane. Is it? A-I-L-E-R-O-N? Yes. Yeah, that's a piece of an airplane. 
Okay, well, we're going to listen to a track from a piece of an airplane. It's like one of the flaps of the wings or something like that. Ah, well, this is Aileron from the album Mirage with the track You Should Not Come. Hmm. Spelled the way it should be. All right.
And that was You Should Not Come by Aileron. I'm, I'm assuming it means like come here is what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, we're 13 years old. Yeah. It's, it's spelled C-O-M-E. So, I mean, it's uh, it's perfectly tasteful. From the album Mirage. And uh, that is a cool song. That's a cool synthwave artist name. I was thinking about it while we were listening to that song. Well, listen to me. We're going to see what uh, is trending on Urban Dictionary. Number one is Vanilla Sex. So let's click on that and find out what that is. Sex that involves no twists or kinkiness and no S&M. <laughs> Basically, plain regular sex. And the example is, while Noah was one for a little kinkiness every now and then, Josh definitely prefers his vanilla sex. And that was submitted by Blair in 2004. Why the hell is it trending now? <laughs> this site sucks. Yeah, let's see what else is trending. Cincinnati switcheroo. Oh, Christ. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear that one. All right, so just to be clear, Urban Dictionary is mostly just like... Sexual things. I always hate these because it's not clever to me. Like, whenever you'd meet that crass idiot who thinks they're funny, it's just like, huh, you never done the fucking New York fucking balloon? Like, what? what is that? It's where you're like, you're fucking a chick, and then like, you fucking punch her in a balloon, and it's like, G- good for you, buddy. Like, And they're all like that. It's always just you having sex with a chick, and then you do some dumb thing, and like, oh, you mean a thing that no one ever did, and there shouldn't be a word for it because it doesn't happen, <laughs> you fucking idiot? Anyway... Let's see what the Cincinnati switcheroo is. You're running wild with Andy in the wool. Okay. Before doing a chick, classic, (laughs) you fish one of your roommate's used condoms from the trash, turn it inside out, and put it on. When the chick gets pregnant, you say, it ain't mine. You know, like that thing people do? I don't know if they understand how pregnancy works, but I don't think the sperms live too long outside of the body. I think they forgot that you have to be upside down. That's that's usually how it works. And this is trending. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know that thing you do when you go into your roommate's garbage and pull out his used condoms and then put the condom on yourself? You know that thing that people do? Well, there's a word for it now because it... It's so common that it needed a fucking phrase. Janice thought I got her pregnant during our one-night stand, but it's probably my roommate's because I gave her the old Cincinnati switcheroo. You ever watch the show uh, Californication? Sometimes. I never followed it. I find it like comfort food because it's a really cheesy and predictable program. Like, the writing in it's, like, not great, but for some reason it's, like, this weird male fantasy that, like, I find entertaining, (laughs) but I've noticed that the writing of that show, it's, like, it's so cookie cutter that like every episode they must go on like sexdictionary.com if that's a thing and then like find a common fucking sex act that has a funny name and there's always like the part where like Hank will say it that's David Duchovny's character or the bald dude and they'll say the phrase in front of someone who doesn't know it so they can explain what it means yeah oh god I hate that I hate when movies do that I used to have the same problem with movies that would do like funny weed names it's the same trope. It's like, hey, what are you smoking? Hey, I'm smoking fucking Ninja Turtle. Oh, because you smoke this shit, and then you fucking think you're all Michelangelo. And like, okay, I get it. I, I know, would you, smoke some Ninja Turtle. Where can you find that? The point is mm-hmm. that it's a cheesy trope, and, and Californication does the trope of the fucking... It's not even clever because they're not making them up. Like, they're they're just taking ones you already know, and so it's just like, you know, you're just like, oh, they gave her the old fucking AM25, and like, what's that? You haven't heard of the AM25? And then they explain it, and like, so that counts 
else is like writing a script. All right, here we go. Jersey hamburger. I didn't make this, but I found this. Jersey hamburger. When you're going to pound town, <laughs> as like you do. Why does everything on this fucking website start with when you're doing a chick? <laughs> going to pound town. Stupid. And you fold her in half in quotes <laughs> hamburger style. End quotes. Putting her feet behind her head. There's a proud New Jerseyan. Okay, listen. I know, right? There's a proud New Jerseyan who claims that this... New Jerseyan? Is that right? Who claims that this is his signature move, making it the Jersey hamburger. And here's the dialogue. Vinny. Hey, Tony, you got a piece of ass last night? Tony. Yeah, bro, I gave her the old Jersey hamburger. Oh! Okay, seriously, this website, you could just mad lib this fucking thing. Like, every example is the same. Okay, well, I found the one that I did. Okay, so what was it? Do you, do you want to read it? It's called Jersey Redneck, and it's number three. It's got as many downvotes that it has upvotes because I made it up and it's a stupid thing. And that's why I put it here, because like you said, anyone can come here and make up any term and any definition they want, and that's... That's really all this stupid side is. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to a song, and then I'm going to go to the Urban Dictionary <laughs> and read something that you put in there. So here's a cool track. This is uh, an artist called Bong Bongita, I guess. Bong! Yeah, it's a B-O-N-G-G-I-T-A, Bongita. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Bongita, not like Bongita, because that would be weird. How high were they when they made their own name? I don't, I'm going to ask them. We'll find out. But this is uh, Bongita. <laughs> From the album Neon Marble, and this is a track called Lost.
And that was Lost by Bonga- Bongita. I was supposed to say Bongaita, but that sounds... Bongita. That's the Lost theme song. Bongita. Off the album Neon Marble. And that's a cool track. Um, yeah, that is the Lost theme song. You know what bugged me about Lost? They never fixed the glitch in their title sequence. And it bugged me the whole show. When it renders, like when it comes into focus. Yes. And then it comes back out of focus and it's it's like still it's like jagged and it's not yes. it's not alias. Yes. And I I never got over that. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Any fucking person with any 3D knowledge at all could have produced that title sequence and just fixed up that fucking anti-aliasing issue that like the pixelation <laughs> around like the O and I was just like why did they never do it like the entire series they never did it and it always annoyed me okay so this is I'm on the Urban Dictionary <laughs> I'm talking right now with uh, Mike Mendoza aka Hoo-Ha in the year 2011 you added a definition to Jersey Redneck <laughs> And I'm going to read it now. So you were going by Bill Bo? You know what that was? When I was, like, torrenting programs and stuff, and you have to enter, like, the username or organization name, and you can enter whatever you want. Mm. I was just putting in Bill Bo, like the two names, Bill and Bo. Okay, here we go. So what is a Jersey Redneck, first of all? Is that even a thing? No, it, my girlfriend and I were just talking and coming up with just crap. And I was like, you know what? Let's put that on Urban Dictionary. Okay, but but Jersey Redneck is on the Urban Dictionary. Sure, but this was an independent thing that I just... I was like, this would be hilarious. Are you telling me then that you invented it, but then someone else came in with their own definition that surpassed yours, and that's why they're number one? No. This first one... These two, these other two are from 2004. And they're both from November, actually. Okay, huh. so in 2004... Somebody said what a Jersey redneck is, and then you chimed in seven years later with a joke definition (laughs) for fun. Yep. Can I read one of their definitions just to get a sense of what people think it is? I was going to say, read the the second one, yeah. Yeah, so a Jersey redneck, a male from southern New Jersey who somehow picked up a deep southern accent and has a strange love for farm animals, hunting, and Copenhagen. (laughs) He also gets excited over big trucks and big women. Well, that could describe any redneck. Yeah. So, here's yours. You have, like, citations? It goes, like, there's one and then there's two. One. One from New Jersey who operates their vehicle with reckless and ignorant abandon. And number two. The state of one's neck being rubbed against all day because one refuses to admit the jersey one is wearing is too damn sm- Oh, <laughs> boo! <laughs> <laughs> that one I probably was just an excuse to write one a bunch of times. <laughs> the state of one's, the state neck, of one's being neck being rubbed against all day because one refuses to admit the jersey one is wearing is too damn small. Now, your number one example, and then your number two example. Okay, you know we have lotion here, or you could, you know, just take it off. I understand it now, because he's been wearing the jersey for so many years, and it's small now, you understand? I like the idea that <laughs> in your example of using the term jersey redneck... You don't use the term Jersey Redneck. (laughs) (laughs) All you have is... is, You're supposed to use the the word in an example, and you have... You know, we have lotion here, or you could, you know, just take it off. We won the championship (laughs) that year. Stop harassing me. 
None of them say I have Jersey redneck. Oh, I'm not sure my comedy's gotten any better since then. <laughs> Read the dialogue for number one. One from New Jersey who operates their vehicle with reckless and ignorant abandon. That's probably what it is. Oh, it's because my girlfriend and I, we, we're, you drive around New York City, and people from with New York Jersey license plates, whenever they come around, they're just assholes. They don't know how to drive. They're just idiots. They're just like sloppy, and they're, they don't they don't take caution. And so, just like that's what that—that's where this came from. All right, New Jersey people are terrible drivers. No offense. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> I'm now going to click on a random Jersey one. Jersey Punch Bowl. What do we suppose that is? Uh, a mixed drink. I'm. Oh, I'm not. Not. Never mind. I'm not reading that. Okay. <laughs> I clicked on it. You know, if you move your mouse over, you see what it is, and it is just gross. So let's see. Jersey rotisserie. How about that? Okay, mm. what is a Jersey rotisserie? A threesome where the woman is on her hands and knees between two guys. One has his... Uh, okay, I'm not reading the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how far you're going to go with this. How about Jersey rotisserie? Delicious chicken that you can get at the supermarket when you don't want to cook chicken. Looks like a pig on a rotisserie. Could be a fat chick, but doesn't have to be. Well, that's progressive. <laughs> Uh, she got herself into a Jersey rotisserie again with those two last night. Oh, that's progressive. It's a Jersey phone call. The act of giving a guy head while another guy <laughs> fucks your ear. <laughs> I hate this website. <laughs> no, continue reading it. <laughs> that's it. I'm not reading the rest of that. And the person who submitted it is Ear Stuffer. It's something that you do, man. Uh, this fucking website's stupid. Here, pendulosity. Pendulosity? The depth that the testicle sac hangs down. Example, my balls are so loose today. Oh, God. <laughs> and let's get to another song. I love how that's example number one, top definition, followed by two, the side-to-side -side movement of an object. The pendulosity theorem, P equals MF2 slash T, pendulosity equals force times math squared divided by time. This is in reference to the pendulous factor associated with breasts. <laughs> I loved how for a moment there it sounded like it was like scientific. That really turned me on. <laughs> I hate this website. All right, let's listen to another track. We're going to listen to Dead Lie from the album Bionic Chrysalis. And this is a track called Boss. Get my ass! 
Deadlife from the album Bionic Chrysalis, and I'm here today with Mike Mendoza, aka Hoo-Ha. Mike Wife. <laughs> Boo. Uh, we're here on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I'm going to acknowledge that I just booed what you did, but yet I did make a My Wife comment earlier in the show. Yeah. Well, I took it too far. <laughs> Ten head. Oh, God. If an average size head has a four head, then a rather large head is called a ten head. You get it? No, man. Do you want to know what a 10-hour tea bag is? No. <laughs> Let's talk about soup. All right, I'll type in soup into Ur- Urban Dictionary and see what we get. <laughs> Speaking of Mike Wife, how does your does your wife make soups? Uh, sometimes. I make the dinners. It's the fall now, so let, you know, it's time for soups and hearty meals and stews. I'll tell you this, whenever I watch movies, especially fantasy films or movies that take place in medieval times, I always love when they have like a hearty stew and like a wooden bowl scene where they're eating with like a wooden spoon. It always looks so comforting and warming. And I know whenever I try and make stew like that, it's never good enough. Like it just doesn't have the same... Really? Because I make a banging... I should make a synthwave stew cooking video because I can take. I can teach you how to do it. I'm make a really badass yoda stew like dagobah that's what i call it it's basically just brown mush right i've made some stews in the past that were okay but they never have and i'm probably just missing like oh you're supposed to add fucking beef juice or whatever because like i'll have the meat in there and potatoes and veggies and stuff like that but whenever i would get like a beef stew in a restaurant it's like the liquid that the soup is in is like dark and i don't know if they were boiling it for like two years and like got it to get that color but whenever i would make like a beef stew it wouldn't have that same dark darkness and i feel like i just maybe i didn't throw in enough uh, bouillon cubes i was gonna say it's probably what your thing is you can also put in um like worcestershire sauce that'll darken it up add a nice depth of flavor to it yeah i've been doing lots of worcestershire sauce lately that's great i never thought 
that I would put that in a beef stew. That's a good idea. I will make a beef stew. Yeah, it's the fall time. It's it's getting chilly in the air. I should get some wooden bowls and wooden spoons, though. I feel like that's the way it has to be. <laughs> yeah. And the spoons have to be awkward. Like, not just like regular spoon. Like, they have to be a little too big for your mouth. Well, because you know what I love? I love the sound of a wooden spoon on a wooden bowl. In the rain. In the rain. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Uh, I just, I love that sound. You know where there's certain sounds you like to hear? Like, I like pages turning and things like that. And one of my things is, like, the sound of wooden... Especially if someone's mixing something. You know, if someone's, like, whipping up, like, fucking cream or some sort of thing, and it's the sound of the wooden spoon hitting the wooden bowl. Yeah, I like that better in Synthwave. I like when people are mixing things and you hear, like... (laughs) (laughs) It's a sexy macaroni noise. Yeah, the old Cincinnati, uh... Cincinnati squish Cincinnati milkshake I feel like I should start inventing things But uh, you don't get paid for it So I don't see what the point would be <laughs> I, just, I just feel like that, like If you could get well, money Maybe for in it, 10 years Somebody can do a fucking podcast And reference your work I'll start to adding some things now I mean it seems pretty easy to do Like take a city name <laughs> So the old Delaware right. The old Delaware dumpster And then like Well it's when you You fucking have sex with a chick And you're in the back of the restaurant Where the dumpsters are Fucking, I fucking hate this. Topic. Okay, Andy. Yeah. Let's do something. I'm gonna set a timer. I'm gonna set it for two minutes. You don't forget it though. No, I have it here. So you're gonna set it. Yeah. And you're not gonna forget it. No. We're each gonna go through a letter in alphabetical order. Okay. And do a city and a thing after it, and we're gonna come up with all these dirty terms. Okay. Starting with you with A for Andy, and go. Okay. I don't get it. What are we doing? <laughs> So, like you said, the Cincinnati something. So, okay, so like you're do, saying I have to do A? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll do B. Anaheim, uh, does the other thing have to be A as well? I think so. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Anaheim Apple Eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about the uh, the Baltimore Bruising? Okay. Um, I don't want to do Cincinnati. don't want to do Charlottesville. <laughs> I'll do a Canadian city. The old Calgary... Cougar lift. <laughs> All right. A D. Uh, how about the old... Um, what's a D city? Delaware. Dantooine. The old Dantooine duck hunt. Wait. Dantooine's a planet. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean when I say that. Ooh. Dantooine was uh, too far to mount a proper test, so we'll just blow up Alderaan instead. All right, nerd, keep going. E. All right, E. e, e uh, the old Edmonton. E. The old Edmonton eavesdrop. It's when you're fucking banging a chick, but you have her head next to the wall so she can hear what's going on next door, and next door it's like your buddy's fucking someone. All right. Uh, F Is Falconer a city? The Falconer Falcon Grab The Falconer Falcon Grab With the claw (laughs) In parentheses But Falconer could have been a thing You could have been like The old Frankenfurt Falconer That's true Oh we're out of time Frankenfurt? Frankfurt Oh Frankfurt What a fun game Oh You want to come to my house And do a Frankfurt Yeah Falconer That's the thing though It's a little unbelievable Because I don't think Germans Do any weird sex stuff Let's listen to another track <laughs> No they track. make it normal Like yeah. the, Hey how about You want some Some Frankfurt Farina The old Dennis Farina Alright we're gonna listen to a track <laughs> 
uh, from Gregorio Franco. He makes cool music, and you should check him out. This is from his album, The Dark Beyond. This is Midnighter.
And that was Midnighter by Gregorio Franco from the album The Dark Beyond. I wonder if people whose music I play on the show are upset if the content of the episode is just filthy and awful. I've never actually asked. You know, like if it's a regular music show where someone just cues to songs, but I wonder how people feel when they're like, hey, they played my song on Beyond Synth, and then like the segment before their song is like... Like last week when I was talking about lions with Down syndrome, it's like dude, people are like happy about that, <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> wow, he led into my song with Cecil the Cross-Eyed Lion and then went on this 10-minute rant about Down syndrome. That was last week's show. <laughs> I I'm, I'm always wonder about that, you know. I guess maybe they don't have to share the show if that's the way it is. <laughs> but we're going to wind this down. You got to go. <laughs> So, if you have anything you actually want to say, you've got about Fucking one minute. Fucking tell me I gotta go. Hey, man, I, I hey, appreciate I'm, you coming I'm on I'm done the show. here. You gotta get out of here. What should people look out for? This week, I am releasing my Ghostbusters Smash Em Up. I spent a lot of hours on it. When's it actually gonna be done? This week. Will it actually? Yeah. Well, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good radio. <laughs> No one ever accused me of that. Now get the fuck out of here, Mike. <laughs> well, listen, it was uh, it was nice to talk to you. Have a little quick catch up. Right now, my whole uh, life is in a bit of uh, a chaos or a chouse. Oh man, there's so many. Uh, we gotta go. I, <laughs> well, all right. If, when I talk to you, man, we could just go forever. But I need to make sure I can edit this show on time and deliver it to the people who always welcome every new episode with open arms. But the point is that you are a good guy and you make cool music. You do all the jingles for Beyond Synth. And uh, it makes me happy because they're, <laughs> they're good. But you have a lovely day, man. You have a lovely day. And I hope that as you're making your podcast, you're not haunted by the spirit of any evil forces, Twister-inspired or otherwise, as you're editing the show before Thursday. Well, we'll see if a fucking Gus chooses to fucking pop by. Hey, I don't make the calls. You know, it's just if you're working on the show and you think about Gus three times, he appears. <laughs> <laughs> then does he blow my house down? What happens next? Cow goes flying past the screen. He may come on to the show, but that's a warning. Oh, don't think about him three times; it won't happen. All right, I I very rarely think of Gust at all, so hopefully I should be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you have well, a lovely we'll day, see. man. All right, peace out, son. I'm warning you. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was my catch-up with Mike Mendoza, a.k.a. Hoo-Ha. Don't forget to check out his music, because it's uh, good stuff. Ironically, since I've cut this episode short, I like the idea that I have Mike on the show, and it's the show where I literally don't play any of his jingles. Because <laughs> that's the kind of show I run. But anyways, uh, that's neither here nor there. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Next week should be a normal show, hopefully. We'll see. And that's all I know. And how about we leave on a track today? Let's listen to some more music, all right? Because I like to listen to music. This is a track from Iverson. And this track is called Metline Blues. And I will uh, talk to you all next time on Beyond Synth. The best synthwave chat show there is. And now, here's Iverson with Metline Blues. <laughs> <laughs>